and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street, a monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also rate and review us on Apple iTunes. Uh, put up pictures of your costumes in the thread on the event page on Facebook or tweet or tweet them at us or whatever. Send DM them to us, however you want to do it. Yes. Um, Amanda and Louise then... competition. <laughs> I'm gonna say true. Uh, and then make sure you're voting. Right now we have a tie, and we don't know what the hell we're gonna do if there's a tie. That there was no contingency for a tie. We cannot watch <laughs> two movies in three hours <laughs> and no. then support the vote in the same hour. So y'all need to keep no. voting. Yes, we need votes to come in right now. Uh, it is between Child's Play and The Hills Have Eyes. Both have forty. But, when a stranger calls, it's still it's a, it's the it's the you know the one the bi- one behind. But wilder things have happened. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Come from the behind wind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, okay. So we're here today to talk about um, 2019s. I think. Yeah. Yep. Uh, ready or not. I love these movies so much. Sheree, why don't you start us off? Same. I also love it. An accidental hot take. I like it more than Knives Out. I said it. Mm. I haven't seen Knives Out, so I can't make it. You should watch. It's fun. It's fun. But people, like- people were like, "Yay, ready or not," and then Knives Out came out, and we forgot about this. And I'm like, "No, no, this is bloodier. This is more fun." Um, <laughs> um, but like my first actual point. First of all, marriage. I that is one of my unsung things. I don't ever want to see in a horror movie because I've said kids and religion, but also marriage. I, I don't understand that institution. It, it makes no sense to want more family. I appreciate that this movie. <laughs> I appreciate that this movie gave us that exposition in a way that made it feel natural. As we find out she's a foster kid, and so that's why she's like putting up with all of this. That's why this means anything to her. But still, we open with a marriage, and so it just skis me out. Yeah, yeah. It, and it, but it makes a really interesting comment on marriage, Don't and like the things know. that we uh, deal with to make a marriage work. Because um, <laughs> yeah, that she, whew, she gets put through it, y'all. She through gets it. Put through it. And yeah, when she at the end, when she like tells him, I want a divorce. I was like, yeah. I mean, really, you could just get an, an old at this moment. I don't even think it's been 24 hours. <laughs> it's your typical divorce. Holiday, <laughs> you get married, you get divorced, same Saturday. It's <laughs> awesome. Right. But divorce is expensive. So let's just go to get an old. That's a little <laughs> cheaper, I think. Let me call Let me call Miss Peters and ask her what. <laughs> which oh, is for cheaper. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I my first thing I want to give props to um, I think that this may be now she may be one of my favorite final girls she was one put through it left and right got her hand shot through then put a nail through her hand then got in a car accident then got stabbed in the shoulder then (laughs) after being terrorized for an hour and a half and but then at the end she's 
done with it. She's uh, biting people and fighting and ready to, you know, ready to live, you know? And then at the end, when he said, when the cop comes up, he's like, ma'am, are you okay? What happened to you? And she just says, with a cigarette in her mouth, in-laws. In-laws. <laughs> It was great. I love her so much. And even she was great even in the Go ahead. She was great even in the beginning before she realizes what's about to happen to her. She's like sitting in that dumb waiter and she's like, okay, this is stupid. I'm done. Let's get out of here. <laughs> but it, and I think go ahead, Trey. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say really quick. Um, given the knowledge she knows, given what she knows, because he hasn't told her anything. Given what she knows, I don't disagree with any of her decisions. Yes. She does, she does make a decision that I'm like, girl, what you doing? You know. mm-hmm. Yes. I think part of what makes her final is she doesn't fit those tropes we normally see where it has to be this virgin who never says anything negative or bad, all sunshine and rainbows. Um, she's a foster kid, one of us. She's like, I'm unsurprised by things. I want to get to the liquor and my wedding night. And she's like, what is this? Fine, we'll play this game. And then it's like, oh shit, I've been set up. And so she's a real person, unlike the usual final girls were set up for. Yeah. And she doesn't let him off the hook. Mm-mm. He's the whole point. He's the whole point. We'll come back for that point because I got notes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, at the end, he's, he's like, forgive me, baby. And she's like, fuck you. I want a divorce. Bye. I was like, ooh, Alex, you're in trouble. You will blow up. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like, Trip was right. Like, I really rooted for her at first. It's so hard for me with some of these actresses sometimes um, where I'm like, Margot Robbie? You, I mean, so many of these, you know, I didn't know that she's a different, you know, Australian actress because it's just so similar in the face. Um, but I loved, uh, I loved her in this role. And I think what stuck out to me was when she, I clocked it later on is she's doing her vows and then she takes out a cigarette, she's smoking. Then she runs into the mother later on and the mother goes, oh, here's the cigarette, do you want one? Do you smoke? She goes, no. And already Mm -hmm. I could like see those moments of her character where I'm like, ooh, ooh. Like she's willing to do what she needs to do. And that's where it clocked for me. So when everything started with the game, I'm like, she's gonna do whatever it needs, she needs to do. Um, and that was one of those those points that stuck out to me. Uh, mm-hmm. I really love. Also, Annie McDowell. I need her skincare routine because she still looks like she's like twenties or thirty something. Um, or her high pony. <laughs> high pony. But yeah, and yeah, you hate all the other family members because the minute you start to meet them, I'm like, oh man, this sucks. Nice. <laughs> The only one I like is Daniel, and not just (laughs) he's the only one that tried to care, which is why that that arc, his arc is okay. So, like, I just get to my next point on accident. I the commentary of them killing the help on accident and then just disposing of them without like batting an eye was very much a commentary on capitalism and rich people and how they disregard the help even in this year where they're like, open the places, let them serve us. Nobody will be there, just the servers. And it's like, those are people and they also don't want your COVID, Karen. Um, but like, after the killing the help, the first person to die is the person who 
didn't really want to be a part of this, which is Daniel, who, who even as a kid hesitated before being like, I have to do this. Um, yeah. I thought it was weird that the people who almost had souls <laughs> to die first. <laughs> right. Well, in, uh, I don't want to get too much into Alex, Shrey, I know you have thoughts later on, but like he, I wanted him to be that character, but then in the end, he absolutely was not. And Daniel was. And I think the reason I feel for Daniel is because he says so many times that he, he, he how do I put this? He struggles with who he, like his family and, and what he has to do, even though sometimes he does it to a, to a degree. Um, and you see him kind of fight it more than you see with Alex, which I think explains why what happens at the end happens. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with that, but. I feel like Daniel is only there because he's still traumatized by when it last happened and he was a kid because he did snitch because he didn't fully understand. And he, he sort of knew because he even like shielded his brother from watching. But like this man came to him and he was like, he's in here because he was a kid and does not know what to do. So I feel like that grief and that like guilt has stayed with him, which is why he's the drunk who shows up, open it up and again. But I feel like in showing up, he's been waiting for it to happen again so he can like do something different this time. Um, yeah. Whereas Alex was like, I'm not gonna go along with it, but here's my wife. <laughs> my hands are clean. I just brought her here. <laughs> yeah, I, mm, Alex, he's a he's, uh, he's something. He's something better than Emily. <laughs> oh so my god, that girl! I was so glad when she got her head head when uh, she hit her with the gun and then she blew up. I was like, yes, thank God. Ugh. I love she's that actress way. too. She's in Winona Earp. Oh. Um, and so I looked at her and I was like, no, Winona, you know how to shoot a gun? Um, <laughs> the, sister that was high, the sister that was high as fuck and shit, at one point she was like, why does this always happen to me? I'm so bad at this. I'm like, you're also high as a kite, girl. <laughs> you're so Trying to shoot shit. shit. <laughs> she got almost all of the help herself. Like, <laughs> um. I had one point, I mean, I had one note about, cause it kind of bounced off charades about like the, the, the class society, like that, that, that game. Um, there was a film before this called The Hunt, wasn't there? And they didn't release it because it had to do with the rich hunting the poor. Yeah. Um, and people were really concerned about that. It was like through this whole political thing where they were like, we can't release this and Ready or Not was like, but it's a comedy, you know, so like. <laughs> Um, that was interesting to me because I remember hearing that film coming out and I thought this was it and it mm -hmm. wasn't, but. There's been quite a few movies and TV shows who've done that, which is the reason why it's kind of an old story, even though this one was done in a very different way. Because normally these rich people bring some poor guy in, usually black, um, and they like give him all the food and stuff. And they're like, yeah, ha, 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 we're going to hunt this weekend. And then he's like, what are we going to hunt? And they're like, you. And then she gets wild. <laughs> I've seen this so many times. And I was so happy we didn't add that level of racism into it. It was like this poor girl who they are preying upon, like you do in a horror movie, um, who was here for her wedding day, thinking she's going to get a family finally. And it's like, oh, 
you better off alone, honey. Look. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, and like the the new, I think it's the newest Purge. Mm. It's what happens, the one that's like the prequel. It does that as well. You mm. get the, the urban, uh, poor urban people and then they get caught up with these, anyway. Uh, but yeah, no, I that's definitely a theme in this, especially when, yeah, they kill, well, the high sister, Emily, kills two of the help mm-hmm. and then uh, Grace accidentally kills the other one, but she was about to rat her out. So I don't feel that much sorry. I don't feel that, that sorry for her. Jackra killed herself because she hit the button not knowing it wouldn't like let her close the door. And then and then Grace kills the butler dude, which I was happy about that because he was in it with the family. <laughs> it was a murder, but not a crime. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did think it was really funny that <laughs> when they give the brother-in-law the crossbow and he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's another TV actor, Donnie from Orphan Black, who I never mm-hmm. saw. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, they didn't really have any like big build stars in here, right? Like Andy McDowell is like yeah. uh, well known, but they really cast this well because they they cast it and like who can fit i mean i guess it adam is well known i don't know but like he's a name and for me and my twitter he's a name but like it's not like bringing it in yeah and i liked it because it didn't take over the story yeah i loved having this cast the dad was he was a big name too i can't think of his name but i know i know his face from a bunch of places um but yeah none of them are like scarlett johansson or uh julia roberts or uh you know, which is probably another reason I like it more than Knives Out because Knives, Knives Out is all like Jamie Lee Curtis and Daniel Craig, who people like his accent. And I was like, I don't, it's fine. Um, <laughs> and like Chris Evans and the Chris Evans sweater. And so you have all these celebrities <laughs> in that one. And so you don't really have to spend enough time with any of them. And so it's more of a whodunit. I, I would argue that's more whodunit. And this is more of a is it a horror? Is it a comedy? Is it an adventure? What do we do it? I don't know, but it's fun. Um, right. I would consider this kind of a horror comedy because I mean, it's it's definitely in a slasher vein. I mean, they're going after this girl with knives and axes and guns and crossbows, and, and she has to survive. So I, I think it fits in there. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I I also love that as soon as like the coked out wife is like, oh, you think we deserve to die, Alex? Well, my kids don't deserve to die. And they wake up the one who like came to the shooter and she punch him. And he's like, I shot her, mom. I shot her, but I couldn't beat her. And she was all like, well, why would you do that? And like, because everybody else was. And she was like, I'm so proud of you. And you see David's face, kids do deserve to die. <laughs> and I think that's when the last decision was made. <laughs> Yeah, no, they, um, those kids were terrible. They were awful. They are the kids of privilege. Because they were going with it at the, when they had her at the end and the kids were in there. Yeah. They were going, they were chanting with them. Because mm-hmm. like, the kids naturally know Latin, apparently. Right? Not, yeah, not Helen with her, like, on a roller coaster face. I call those women, like, they're always on, like, at Six Flags where their faces like. <laughs> 
I was like, oh, she's got some drama. She's got some, she's got a past. This one right here. <laughs> I still don't get why she's still there after they killed her husband however many years ago, 20, 30 years ago. Because mm-hmm. that was the last hide and seek game. And she was devastated. And then she was like, money will warm me at night because she's back. <laughs> she's still single because you can't get married to this family. <laughs> and she's mad as hell. That's Hunter. Yeah, because what, what did the other couples do? They played Go Fish and then like Old Maid. Yeah. Yeah, it was chess. They don't look like prize winning individuals either. No. Um, No, this satanic water her grace specifically. (laughs) Especially uh, Daniel's wife, because she, he even, at one, she's more into it than he is. Because she's like, why aren't you you trying to fuck this up? And he's like, why are you with this? And she's like, you know where I've been come from. I'm like, well, we don't. She's she's the spouse I wanted the rest of the story on because I feel like she also had like over three, which is why she went at this money and is that like character type where it's like anything and everything to not go back to where it came from. Um, because she was like, "You'll done." Right. Oh, this family is just. Ugh. And at the end, when they start saying, when they find, because they didn't in the first, like, because they didn't do it in the first ritual. But in the last one, they, when they start saying, Hail Satan, I was like, I knew this is what she was. <laughs> I was like, we're good. I'm good here. I'm going to go. I, it's another theme we've seen is a bunch of white people in Road to Mac <laughs> doing some random. <laughs> Again, if you can wear that mask, you can wear a mask when you go to the grocery store. That's all I'm going to say. Agreed. Agreed. Y'all been wearing a lot of these stained masks. All the masks. <laughs> I think it's your turn, Amanda. We keep liking I mean, like, you know what I really love is like the like the cinematography of it, like the seeing how big the house is, the color, the 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 darkness of it all, and then like trying to use the sources of light throughout the house, you know, because when they turn off the power and everything, I thought it was visual. I mean, it's visually stunning to look at mm-hmm. it. The moments of um, usually sometimes in like these gore films or horror films, when someone gets injured, the actors are like halfway through the scene, they're like, oh, right, uh, ouch, you know what I mean? But these actors were so well about like, yo, I just got stabbed, my hands hurt, so how do I now go into this, like, how do I attack this now with one hand? Like, how do I go into this? And I felt like that was consistent with everyone when they received an injury. Um, mm-hmm. of keeping in line, you know, when the butler has the burn, like everything, ways that you could have continued to hurt people, they were acknowledging those. Um, right. And I thought that was a well, really, really well directed and acted. Yes. That looks like Grace is one hand. They're just going to, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with it. It's got a huge hole in it. And then she stabbed it with a nail. And <laughs> like that hand is gone. <laughs> you might as well get a prosthetic and let it be. <laughs> Especially after she got it shot and then she's down in there with all them dead bodies. I was like, that's infection. Oh, yeah. She's a donor at some point soon, but she made it through the night. That's a mess. That's why I want more final girls who start off as spiders because we don't normally get that. We normally get, oh, no, I'm going to run and run and run. And I guess I have to do something. She was like, no, if you want to kill me, then I know you're trying to kill me. (laughs) You're going to have to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. Come at me. Come at me. 
<laughs> um, can we, okay. Can we talk about the end real quick? Cause that's one of the yeah. moments I was worried about. So <clears throat> when, at, when Daniel hits her with the gun and knocks her out, I was so, I was like, this is not how this, this movie has been so good so far. And like, we're not going to end with just killing this girl. Like, please tell me. But then it changes again. And then it keeps you guessing. And then when, Al, then, then when, when Alex betrays her, I'm like, really? Re, for real though? But then that didn't happen. And when the aunt opens the window and it's daylight and nothing starts happening. And I'm, I wanted, it, it could have ended there with, we were all fine. So what the fuck was your problem? But that was that, because that would have been funny to me because it's like white people, you don't have to do what your grandparents did just because they did it. <laughs> but then the question that was asked would have been the question we all would have had, which is what do we do with her? Because she's not going to silently be like, you tried to kill me, all's forgiven. <laughs> like it's not in there. One way or the other, more different. Oh, they would have been sent to jail, which would have been a fun ending too. They weren't going to let that happen. They were going to have to kill her still. <laughs> Rich people don't go to prison. Look around. <laughs> yeah, you could have killed. Yeah, but Alice's betrayal wasn't so much a betrayal. So much as he saw his dad behind the tree and was like, "I'm gonna fix this," but he couldn't tell her that clearly because the dad was watching. Right. Right. He looked out for her more than David ever would and could, like literally since the beginning. He's even the first one towards the top of the movie who's like, are you sure you want to marry into this? I am blinking twice because the calls are coming from his house. She's like, I'm in love. <laughs> and when he's right. like, well, but David does that too. But after that one, David's like, okay, I'm really, I'm giving you an out. If you want to leave, you can do that. My thing Wait, is, David? The her fiance husband, the one who didn't tell her what was going on, and then at the end, blamed her. Oh, husband. Alex? Oh, that's what I did. Oh, maybe the actor's name is David. I don't know. Alex, the, the yeah. fiance. The fiance yeah, is I was like, David. David was the one who cared about her. Rewind that. We can't edit black. Daniel oh. was the one. Yes, yes. So, Alex, yeah, Alex fiance husband is the one who portrayed her for the beginning. Because first off, he proposed to her on broader year, not telling her what was happening. Um, also, you can get married not with your family, you know that's what's happening. And then in the end, he blamed it on her. He was like, I had proposed to you to keep you. And I was like, she didn't, you can't blame her for what you've done to her. Honey, no, no. <laughs> well, he's definitely misguided, but I do think he tries to give her an out. And I, I think that he cares. I just think that he, I don't know. I don't know. I think... I think seeing her killing her his mother changes things because his mom yes. told him that she likes her and that she so you're going to choose her who you've known for a year and a half over your family who you've known for 30 years and um, so his mom is like I'm only doing this because I have to do it to save my family and when he sees her killing his mom I think that shifts things for him and then he because he says you'll never go with me after this will you You'll never choose me. Yeah. And so at that point, you have he he will have literally nothing and, and be dead. That's just it though. He's 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 centering himself as the victim the whole way through. His choices are what led us all here to this movie tonight. Like <laughs> at any point, he literally could have been like, 
I don't talk to my family because they fucked up. And she would have been like, I'm a foster kid, done and done. But he didn't do that. He was like, I'm going to propose to you. I'm going to take you here and I'm going to see what happens. And hopefully we'll get lucky. And if we get lucky, awesome. If not, I'll figure it out as it happens. And he kept, he kept helping her <laughs> in loose ways. But he was basically waiting for the family to kill her so his hands could be clean. He was having them do the dirty work so he could like edge his bets in case this curse was true. Um, which is why when he kills the mom, I interpreted that scene differently than you because when he, she kills the mom and he's talking to her, trying to figure out what to do. And he's like, what if I do believe this? Even if I don't believe this, she's going to rat me out. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to kill her. I don't know. I just kind of see it differently because he's he he also sends like he tells her how to get out of the house, and he, and she wants to go with him to the control room, and he's like, no, you need to go because my family will be will find us in there, um, and and he is trying to open the locks of the doors, like he is trying to get her out of this house, the house that he brought her to, though. I'm not fair. <laughs> it's like it's fair. it's that whole chance, though, right? I think he knows, like, hey, you can get an out. But she could end up playing checkers, you know, and that's like the thing of it. Um, because he went to that game and he was like, okay. And then when the card happens, you can see everyone going, oh, crap. Like he is emotional about it. And I, I think you're right about the mother. That was a big point for me. Like that now is necessary for Alex and the mom to have that conversation. Um, because, you know, it's like it's family still. Like it's, you know, and he knows that she's she's every he's everything for her for grace like alex is everything and coming into this without anything um except the dress that she's wearing you know what i mean like that's all she has uh and then seeing the mom get killed i mean it's still like if my family were a bunch of like i don't know in a cult or something but then i saw somebody kill my family member i'm probably still gonna be mad like i don't know what to do because it's blood i don't know but like I, it might have just yeah, I before, feel like that moment was very striking yeah before that moment I think I was with uh what's his name Alex but then after that moment I was like okay dude you chose the wrong side you've done the wrong thing we can't be friends anymore <laughs> okay. again because he brought her there I couldn't trust him the whole movie I was like well how is this really going to end because like you already you instigated this shit <laughs> and so because of that I could never relax around him unlike David who we saw at the top have a man sentenced to death as a kid <laughs> but it seems to be trying here because like I mean David or da oh Daniel right I'll keep doing that Daniel. Adam yeah, you keep saying David I'm like Adam Brody. character I thought his Adam name was Brody. David well okay but uh, in uh, in my I, cause I, I like both of these characters for different reasons, but like Adam Brody's character also calls out, calls her out when she's in the study, knocks her out, brings her back to the house. Um, she does give her a head, a, a, a head start, but still it's like, he could, he could have at that point said, okay, here, let me help you for real, for real. Here's what he actually did though. Cause he's like, I'll give you a 10 second head start. And then he gave her a lot more than 10 seconds and then called into the study where she's not at. So like wherever she's at, she's safer in here. And he only knocked her out in the woods because the dad was right behind the tree. He didn't tell her that because it's weird to like go, here's my plan while this man's watching us. But like he, he did play along for a second and then immediately poisoned his family to get her out of the house, including his wife. So like, I feel like 
for whatever reason, he was ready to like risk life and limb for this girl when her husband was not. Well, okay, let, let's talk about a moment because I think this is kind of pertinent to this discussion. When they're in the, uh, the room with the two brothers and the dad and the brother Alex is like trying to strangle the dad because he's trying to save his wife. Um, and then Daniel's like, hey, hey, stop, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that, bro. And he stops long enough and starts talking to Dan, to, to Alex so the dad can knock Alex out. And then, I, and then he says, so I think they're both struggling with it in different ways. Um, but the difference is in the end, Daniel chooses to help her. And in the end, Alex chooses to not. Alex ain't helped her the whole movie. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I see it. I, I mean, I think it, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if it was the mother's death or it was Daniel's death that triggers Alex. Because he, the only, mm -hmm. that's the one factor of, coming back to this family, returning and being there. And Daniel's constantly trying. I think Alex is like, I'll play the game or do whatever I need to just get to get out. Because if he didn't care, he would have stopped when we would have seen him completely stop. I think for me, cause he wouldn't have knocked out the power. Um, he wouldn't have kept doing those things unless it was to trick us. Um, yeah. Um, and it's interesting cause she never says who killed Daniel. And so he could think she killed Daniel because he just watched her kill her, her mother. And she should have said, hey, yeah, he's dead because his wife shot him in the neck. She don't know him any explanations at this point. But also, <laughs> Alex, the husband Alex, was gone from his family for like a decade because they were talking about how they want him to come back to the family. And he chooses to come back to the family with this innocent woman who he's not warned. He's not giving her the chance to consent to this mess. He's just like, oh shit. Oh, I made a mistake. Whoopsie. Hope you live. <laughs> and so it just feels gross to me because it's one thing if he was like, I do miss my family. I want to go back. Here's the land of the land. But for him to be like, I hate them. But if we want to get married, we have to go do this thing I can't tell you about. That feels, that feels like a choice. He made choices. He should have told her about the, the game, for sure. I will agree with you that. He should have told her about the game. Because she would have said no. Um, they would have lived in sin and been happy. Well, no, it's interesting. because It seems like she was the one pushing for marriage. That's what Granted, he she didn't. That's what he says when he's victim-blaming her towards the end. He's like, I had proposed to keep you. And it's like, but you also needed to give her other information, good sir. You can't be like, all of this that happened to you is your fault. That's some gaslighting bullshit. <laughs> yeah, he should have told her about the game for sure, for sure. Even if she was the one wanting, because even in the beginning, she is the one really pushing to get married. I mean, you can you see it when they're both like, and Alex are both. At that point, yeah, you're in the wedding dress. You are out here with these rich people. And it's the, your day of the wedding. But I feel like had she been like, I would propose to you, but my family murders our spouses. She would have been like, follow-up questions. Perhaps we don't tell them about me. Right. Do we think that, that card thing is really random? I don't. Because it's every however many, like 20 years is it? Because the last one was like 20, 30 years. Yeah, because they were kids. Yeah. 
so for and for me, the, at the very beginning when they're taking the pictures and the dad is talking to David, not David, Alex. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> like, who's David? <laughs> struggling. <laughs> Who is David? David! I'm anyway, calling David um, Adam Brody. I'm calling David Adam Brody. <laughs> All right. But when the dad is talking to Alex and he says, she's not one of us. And then he says that like the sister-in-law is one of us. The brother-in-law is one of us. So I'm really curious if the dad knew the whole time that it was going to be hide and seek and not uh, go fish. (laughs) What if the powers that be can read the people and know who will and will not fall into this plan? Because maybe that's right. Like every 20, 30 years, it's because every 20, 30 years, someone who doesn't worship money more than people is <laughs> chosen as a party. I, I feel and like, the and the aunt gives us that hint, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, not mm-hmm. a good place to hide. You need to find a better hiding spot. And you're like, what? So it feel like they kind of. Well, and the aunt says at one point to the dad that uh, Alex is like her. It doesn't believe in what the family wants them to believe in. Little does she know that Daniel's the same way. They, Daniel just hides a little better than Alex does, I guess. But uh, And so it makes sense that Alex would choose a wife that isn't just necessarily going to go along for power's sake. Whereas the other two, Emily and Daniel, chose wives, Emily and, and Adam Brody, <laughs> chose uh, spouses that either were... St- not smart enough to figure out what's going on or or power hungry enough to or you know to want the power at any cost so maybe it is a little bit i, I hate having to use this because like shit canceled but maybe it's like a sorting hat situation where it's like oh you ain't slithering hide and seek it is because <laughs> yeah and then the aunt says that she had to come back to the family after that whole incident with her with her husband um, so maybe I don't think it's I don't think it's random there's no way that it could be like no because Alex uh, left and then he's back and they're like how do we keep you mm-hmm. yeah because she's taking you away after, he says after the next day they're leaving and they're gone they're gone yeah at one point he says that they're leaving the next day I, I feel like he literally brought her back thinking that she wouldn't pull the card but in case whatever he might maybe not believe in about this family curse would be appeased. And then like, he could go back to ignoring them after whatever happens, happens. I really do think that, which is a fool's bet, clearly. Oh, true. Yeah. But it's really funny because in the end, they all kind of believe, even the ones that don't say they don't believe in it, believe in it. Because <laughs> the, when the light comes in, they're all like, That moment is just so funny to me. I was just laughing the whole time. Like, ah! <laughs> You're all just idiots. <laughs> so one of my other questions is, technically on paper, she's still married to Alex. I thought that too, but she said she wants a divorce. She said that, but on paper, so legally, what are the bunnies going to do? True. Did she just become a bajillionaire? That's <laughs> how it just happened. Oh, that's true. 
maybe she now has to deal with what, whatever his name is uh, and has to start doing this now. Maybe that's what's The grandfather. On. That'd be cool. Well, I want a sequel now. Like, what did she do? LaPierre, whatever his name is. Oh, at the end with the, with the fire. <laughs> when the fire comes up and you see him like in the chair and she's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, good job, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I wonder like, I do not foresee her feeling like she needs a family again after this experience <laughs> so I wonder if she just like rides around in Europe with her new hand um, <laughs> living her best life with her money also was she killing them or was he or was the spirit killing them I think it was the spirit because they blew up from the inside true but the but like Alex didn't blow up until she like threw the ring at her uh, threw threw the ring at him and said, "I want a divorce." And then he went. Boop. <laughs> I think that's because magically that marriage contract is up at that point, so he becomes one of his family again, as opposed to tied to her. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. So there's like multiple contracts working on this marriage. You got the magic one. <laughs> you got the legal one. <laughs> you got the moral one. <laughs> and luckily for her, the legal one is still intact. So right? She's the only. Living- Cause like you can't really pin these murders on her because of the way they died. Right, and the house is on fire, so it's just gonna look like it's just gonna look like they died in the fire. Right, it's like, not a real basket situation. It's, it's something completely different. I mean, her she's got a hole blown through her hand, so that's questionable. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, and then they could go to the barn for True. decades of bones, decades. Um. What happened here? Don't worry about it. Um, I don't know why I watched this and like felt so much commentary of like when I meet my significant others in laws. You know, like you going and meeting people and having traditions, right? Like my family's like very like this is what we do for Christmas. We do this kind of thing and like whatnot. And then you know, and me going into another person's place and they're like, "This is what we do for Christmas." I'm like, "Y'all just." Okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like what the ritual is, like you have to go through it for love. And yeah. it was it's like, dang, yeah. I would probably play the game too. Cause I was like trying to impress these people and to right. what and it, it and is, like what you do. Right. And it does seem kind of weird at first, but it's it's not weird. It's not like, da- it doesn't seem dangerous weird. It just seems like this is kind of a weird ritual this family does you know just a random game picker you know what a family could do that but you don't expect it to one and when it's hide and seek she's like are we really gonna play this like are we 12 little does she know it's like hide and seek it's like no it's like hide and die Right, right. I I just I wish that I wish we could see this played out where the person knows. That's what I want because I feel like I feel like Adam Brody's character, David Daniel Didi, whoever he was, um, he probably told his wife because he's like, I am traumatized. I don't want to go back. Here's what happened. And she was like, How many billions is your family worth? We're gonna risk it. <laughs> and I feel like that also happened with Emily and her husband. And so I don't know why Alex didn't feel the need to share. 
And well, I Emily probably told her husband and he didn't understand what she was talking about. So <laughs> <laughs> or, or she was just too high and it didn't make sense. Right. That girl's always- <laughs> oh my God. She she's always in a tent. She is she is that celebrity stereotype that we see in horror movies. That's usually the first to go. Oh <laughs> so I appreciate that she was one of the last to go. Even at, even after the family when they started exploding. Yeah. She was like not she was like second to last, I think. Yeah. I think like Yeah, because it was her and the kids, right? Her and the kids and then the dad and then Alex. Yeah. What does the dad say to Grace when she asks, Is there a way I can win? I don't remember. Oh. If you survive to dawn, he says you have to. You have to. You could say hidden till dawn. Hidden till dawn. Okay. She's, she's like, why? What? That's so long. <laughs> okay, because I was trying to remember. I'm like, what did he say? So um, you know what? I would. I would have gotten some pills, gotten in that little uh, wherever she was, and took a pill and gone to sleep, and then woke up dawn. Because <laughs> yeah, I would have gone in the air conditioning and mm-hmm. the. Yeah. 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 But she doesn't know there's danger. So she's like, fuck this. I'm not sitting here any longer. I want some sex. <laughs> bored. No, she was right. like, it is- eccentric. Okay. She didn't know they were coming where <laughs> for the bows and weapons. <laughs> right. <laughs> that I have a tele- that. Yeah. I have a television show idea based off of this film. Hear me out. <clears throat> the Bachelor or Bachelorette? Hide and seek. <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch. That's the one I would watch. Are we going to talk about that in our next production meeting, Amanda? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who gets the rose? And it's like, do you want the rose? Can you imagine that, that would change things. Instead of being like, I got the rose, be like, I got the rose. Oh God, no! <laughs> and then you, got you gotta go hide, everyone. And then everyone comes and finds you with axes and bows. But I don't want any guns. I want everything to be like old school, like axes, bows, uh, crossbows, maces, knives, swords, katanas. Yeah, I mean, they're basically killing each other off for love. They're just doing it with words and looks and midnight kisses on the beach. I don't know. (laughs) We might have to watch some one of those for research before I mess with that what we're doing we're claiming that right now the bachelor yes purge <laughs> ready or not hide ready or not clue <laughs> that's that's what i meant to say one of my points is that i love that this movie reminds me of clue but with more blood <laughs> more gore um i i love clue and so i think that's another reason why i'm drawn to this you have this big ass elaborate mansion with hidden spots and places and so yeah mm. I feel like this was like a clue if clue were a horror movie. It's a grown up clue. Yeah, clue is very much a comedy. Whereas this really walks that line between comedy and horror. And I think it does it really well. Yeah. But no. It, it's a good way to start a Sunday. It is a good way. Do we have any Facebook comments, Sheree? Um, <coughs> no, we have Saxon and we have Jay watching. So hello, y'all. Um, hello. Those are the things I can see. 
Um, everybody else is in the cluster. So high cluster. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. What's up with that cough? um yeah so i i'm mad at myself that it took me this long to watch this movie because like it may become a halloween staple for me because it was so fun i'm excited for you to see knives out and see your thoughts comparing the two because that's what happened when they were both advertised at the same time it came out so close together and that's why I didn't watch it because they were like they came out about the same time and I was like just overwhelmed. I was like, I can't go see both of these movies, so why can't I? <sighs> I did both and I enjoyed both, but this is this one's more of a favorite. Um, yeah. They're both good in their own right, but this one just feels more me. Right. Yeah. No, and it's a costume to keep in mind for next year. Because like it might be the most I'm ever wear a wedding dress. I need more support for mine because she was out here just running her best life. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I know when it pans down to her converse, I'm like product placement. Okay. Right. Oh, I want to talk about uh, the, the progression of her hair and makeup and costuming because it was beautiful. Yes. Like in the beginning, the dress is gorgeous. She's super long, flowy. And by the end, she's covered in blood. She's got Converse on instead of her heels. She was smart and took her heels off in the very beginning when she was yeah. playing hunt. I That's another thing I love is because we we get bits and pieces of her at the top after we are introduced to her in this like eleganza, rich person's wedding. And you're like, oh, this is not her. This is her becoming new money. This is her being initiated in. And so I love that we watch her become more and more her. She's ripping away some of this shit and it's getting dirty. <laughs> she's in survival mode because we get to know her better. She's the girl yeah, in that, this weekend. <laughs> in that moment when she has to climb out of the pit of dead bodies with only one hand, uh, I was, ooh, that was a lot. Yeah. Jackie. I really did like when she punched that kid. That's it. That's all. Oh, I that. that was one point. I cackled. I, like, I did too. I loved it. I don't support violence against children, but that would have When they shoot you, when they, when shoot, they shoot you, you can punch them. Punch them. Like the the um, Jackie says the movie was a lot better than she thought it was going to be, which I feel is agreed because we never know what to expect these kind of movies. Or the fact that it was right. like cult classic just handed to other day mc or whatever you <laughs> right. yeah. it does it does make me feel a little more secure with my hopes for scream five because i loved i enjoyed this movie so much because they're the they're, they're directing and writing scream five as well mm -hmm. so i'm like okay i can see this working i can see this happening mm -hmm. so made me a little more like okay Maybe it won't be shit without Wes Craven. <laughs> yeah, it's just hard to do Wes Craven the way Wes Craven was Craven. But I feel right, like maybe it's time for a new take on it because I, we get you can, Right. And they, they apparently told Ned that Wes was one of their big inspirations. And you can kind of tell that with this film mm -hmm. and how all the twists and the turns and the, the things you don't expect to happen are happening and the, and the humor that's in it and the gore that's also with the great final girl that you root for the whole time. So like, 
I, I definitely see the inspiration and in the that Wes gave them. Yes. So yeah, I'm I'm extremely more hopeful than I was before I watched this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do we have more hot takes? Do we have more things that need to be addressed? I mean, this is I've already said this is a little bit, but I just want to reiterate. She okay. I'm going off of the first film, not the entire franchise. She may be a better final girl than Laurie Strode. I have to think about that. Again, just you have, you have to just think about the first one. But I, the second one makes it a little more murky because she does really start to fight back. But the first one, she is so uh, 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 the whole like <laughs> last twenty minutes of that movie. I think I relate to Grace more than Lori, just because, like I said, Grace is a fighter. She's scrappy. She's gonna. You have to catch her outside. You're not gonna just catch her in the corner. But I also, I also get where Lori is coming from, just because, like, Lori's not a fighter. She was from Haddonfield, Illinois, and her life was boring. She was Ben Taylor was her biggest thing going on until Michael Myers, like, I'm your brother. I'm here to stab you. And she's like, Oh God, no. So she. She's being thrown lots of new information and trying to learn how to become a survivor. And so I I think both stories are valid, but I I'm more I, I relate better to Grace. I I mean I love both of them. They're both in my top five for sure. hundred percent. I just think that we gotta give Grace her her due that she's even competing with the icon that is Laurie Strode as a final girl. Anyways, that's my hot take. She does make smarter choices than all the final girls we've talked about this season, including Sydney. I will say that. She makes the smarter choices because, again, she comes in as a child. Yeah, I agree. Where are you following me in? <laughs> uh, my hot take is like, I mean, yeah, she survives at the end and I love it. And she has the power because she takes that female power, like the mom has that cigarette holder and then she has it in the end. And it's just that moment of like, I was right. like, yes, she's smoking a cigarette and everything's on fire behind her. And that was just like. And it's so interesting because the mom earlier says you were going to be the next me. I thought you were going to be the next me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she is. Mm-hmm. No fucks. Y'all all dead. <laughs> You're all dead with the checkers. I, I also love that because she wouldn't take a cigarette from her when she was alive, but after she had to kill the bitch, he was like, I'll take all your cigarettes. You owe me that. <laughs> the fact that she kills her with the box that does the card thing. I honestly so thought she was going to like start looking at all the cards and seeing if it was like... Really random? Right. Really random. I... I'm surprised the image of her smoking while the mansion is on fire behind her has become a more regularly used theme or gift for this is fine. Um, <laughs> retire, sure retire the dog. This is the new one. Um, <laughs> I want a parody of the film where they, we get the card in there and it comes out like something crazy, like strip poker. <laughs> well, I guess we're going to play strip poker. Here we go. Or like spin the bottle. Right. Um, I think we haven't actually given a lot of thanks in supporting one character in this film, and that was Justin on the in the car dealing with oh. her anger. And he just cusses him out, and Justin's like, 
hey, thank you. Okay, have a great, have a great night. <laughs> but like, no, for real though, she has told you that they are trying to kill you and you're like, oh, well, this car was reported stolen. Yeah, because they're trying to fucking kill me. I hated him. I hated him so much. <laughs> what, what do you do? What do you do? Like if your job's like, well, yo. You mm-hmm. call the cops or you don't stop the car. Mm, that's just it. There's so many Justins out there because there's these dumb rules and there's these dumb ways of getting around them when you're in customer service. I would know. <laughs> and so I, I, I too have worked customer service, so no shade about that. But it's like when someone tells you they're dying or someone's trying to kill them, rules go out the window and you're trying to save a life. But it's a rich person's car and they said it was stolen and the rich people get what they want because the rich people are normally the problem. It's but like Monopoly and all those rules, right? It's the game. It's part the, of the game. It's the game of life. Like, <laughs> so like, You're going to have a minivan with six kids you didn't want. Right? And especially since Justin came right after, like a little while after the car, that she, she tries to get them to stop to help her. And they like speed off and she's like, fuck you, you fucking, fuck, fucking, fucking, cop licking, fucking shit, fuck, fucking rich people. <laughs> I was like, go for it. Is that everything you've been holding in? Yes. You've learned every word. <laughs> yes. I, I also love that car that just rode by. I was like, yeah, the road. Because we see that happen to so many final girls. So they're like, I'm going to get out and get help. And then like assholes are like, I can't see you, bloody girl. I got to make it to a movie. <laughs> um, like she doesn't look like she's clearly in distress like help somebody out no like at least call look i i i as a primitive person i don't know if i would let a person into my car if they were bloody because i don't know that whole story but i I wouldn't let them in the car but i would stop (laughs) i would at least stop and like call 911 yeah i wouldn't let them in the car like get out of the car yeah, I don't. I've just seen too many horror movies to where I I would also be skeptical. I wouldn't. I would not be so harsh about it, just in case she is not the problem or not part of the problem. Because um, how often do you see these movies where somebody's like, "Oh my God, no, so and so needs help," and they bring him into the RV, and this thing you know, like they're sworn by like randos, and it's Purge Five. <laughs> so like, there's but, no. Uh, but that was the wrong response. <laughs> But I also feel for her because she's like, fucking shit, I can't catch a break. Like, nothing is working out for me. No. Mm-mm, for me. <laughs> right. All right. Well, we got about five more minutes. Do we have any more final thoughts before we move on to Spell? I just want to see this actress do so much more. Mm-hmm. With or without Adam Brody, I would like to see him do a lot more, but that's a different conversation. Oh, I've been tracking him since he was on the Gilmore Girls, then ran off for the OC. Like, I, I'm here for his mm-hmm. What you say? Here for it. He's a gorgeous man. Mm-hmm. Him and his little button downs, or him and his little, like, jackets, so he can look older. I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, calm down. Trey puts his wig on and... That's <laughs> <laughs> what the wigs do to a person. They just... Ooh. <laughs> all right well we will be back at four correct four o'clock four p.m central five p.m eastern standard yes or bell on it's not on netflix it's on oh, it's, it's on the video on demands ah gotcha 
Yeah, so like Google Play, Amazon, Vudu, those random ones. If you buy it on Vudu or rent it on Vudu, that's Miami. Don't tell you right now. Um, <laughs> um, also remember to vote because at the end of the next episode, we are going to announce the winning movie. And right now it's a tiebreaker. <laughs> so the sooner so that out. You have until five o'clock to vote. Five if it's a tie, we watch Coco. Cool. <laughs> I love how they're, everyone's like, blood, gore, murder. And I'm like, y'all want to watch Coco? But yeah, so at the end of the next episode, we can come back for it for cent- five central, six. You know what? <laughs> it's four central, five eastern. And we're going to announce the winner at the end of that hour, which will be closer to five central. <laughs> And David may join us, whoever he is. David, Daniel, Alex, Adam, all of them. All of them. The whole family. Um, Timmy, all of them. Jack, just everybody. Jack might drop in. It's still early. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll see you all in a couple hours. Stay fierce out there. Bye. Bye. Why can't I do math?